morning or good morning. What am I doing? Good evening, everyone, and welcome to our, what is this? I think it's our 34th episode of 62 Who Knew. We want to thank you so much for being here. We have two very, very special guests. Uh, but as usual, we're going to start the show as we always do. First, I want to thank last week's guest, uh, Mr. Colin Castle, who is the regional director and senior marketer of, um, <laughs> of in-home senior care, the largest non-medical in-home senior care, it's Home Instead, I'm sorry, Home Instead Senior Care, um, the largest in-home care non-medical company in the United States of America. He did a presentation for us last week that was just incredible about um, you know, your 70-year-old self having a talk with your 40-year-old son and what you should be talking about. Uh, it really was incredible. I hope you got to see that show. I know we broke a record. We were at about 23,000 viewers last week, so thank you. Colin, that was your second time on the show, and we hope to have you back real soon. And then, of course, I want to give just a little synopsis of what 62 Who Knew is, if you're joining us for the first time. Uh, 62 Who Knew is based on the principle that in the last 20 to 30 years, two to three decades, never have there been more scientific advancements, medical advancements, more scientific breakthroughs than there have been in the last three decades. It's really amazing when you think about it. Uh, so many different types of men and women's cancer, if caught at an early enough stage, is at the 100% curable rate. Um, of course, uh, as you well know, in the 1980s, if you became HIV positive, this was a death sentence. Today, if it's caught early enough, you take the proper medicine and you live a full, helpful life. And this is just a few examples of what is going on. So 62 Who Knew was created because people are living longer. And you would think that people living longer, you know, is just a blessing, just an unbelievable blessing. And it is. But like so many blessings, there's another side to the coin. There's a double-edged sword. And the fact of the matter is, if you make it to 62 years old in this country today, and please note I said make it, not make it being perfectly healthy, just make it to 62 years old, you have a 50-50 shot of making it past 90, an additional 30 years. And the hard truth, which a lot of people don't want to deal with, is the fact that less than 1% of this country is capable of retiring at 62 years old and having a quality life for the next 30 years. Not to mention that in the next 10 to 20 years, that 90-year-old lifespan is going to be 100 or more. So 62 Who Knew was created exactly for this. We've been on 34 weeks, and every week we bring on a different guest to talk about a different product or service, whether it be long-term care insurance, long-term care insurance alternatives, Medicare supplements, final expense insurance, financial planning, social security. Should I take it now? Should I defer it to a later age? Health, vacations, all the things in home care, all the things that matter to people 62 and above who want to get through that 30 years with the highest quality. And uh, tonight's show, tonight's two guests uh, just continue to follow uh, in that line of thinking. We're very, very excited to have them. If you watch my Facebook Live or if possibly you saw my Facebook or LinkedIn posts earlier today, you know we have two guests, uh, Mr. Gary Polk and Mr. George Gonzalez, that between them have uh, more than 60 years. There we go. We went to the wide angle. More than 60 years of experience. George, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Gary, Appreciate nice seeing you again. We've, you. How long have we known each other? About five years uh, now? More than that. Five? Maybe close like to 10? Yeah. Uh, one, we're getting old. That's the problem. <laughs> Everything seems like five that's 10 for some reason. <laughs> but these guys drove over from the other coast. 
um, not the other coast of the country. Uh, I would have sent the 62 who knew Jet for them if they did that. <laughs> uh, but it's in the shop. The rubber band is broken. That's the problem. Uh, but they drove from the other coast of Florida because they felt this topic was so timely and relevant. And I agree. The truth is that, that it just is. But let me give you a little background. You know, first on Gary, 30-plus years uh, in the financial advisor business, former CPA. Um, I've not been to any of your seminars, but I have seen tapes and videos and, and seen comments of them, you know, of your topics of a tax-free retirement, smart money. I know you've done this for hundreds, if not thousands of people, uh, maybe millions, probably not, though, um, but that's okay. <laughs> There's not millions of people watching this show either, so don't worry about it. But it's a topic that's relevant and timely to today's world because that, that longer lifespan thing, it's amazing how people don't think about that till they're 78 or 82 and they run out of money, but they're still alive and healthy. And they're going, what do we do now? And that, that's a problem. It's not just a problem for poor people, it's a problem for everyone in today's world. And uh, although I just met uh, George Gonzalez uh, just about two hours ago, we've been talking for a couple of months, trying to get on the calendar to be here. Uh, George also has a deep background, 30 plus years in financial uh, in the financial services business. He's the president and co-founder of Deo Gratia LLC, ERA Business Solutions, and the president and CEO of 123 Fast Forward LLC. Now, George brings a special expertise today to the table um, that we haven't had in our 33 weeks of doing the show, and that's talking about what's actually coming out of people's social securities check and how the new guidelines have really for lack of better, I'm going to try and be politically correct here, although we don't have to be. It's Internet TV. We can really say whatever the hell we want. Um, there are no censors on Internet TV. Um, and maybe we'll do something and go viral, which is what I'm looking forward to. Good. Uh, but really and truly, the larger your Social Security check, and I just learned this from you recently, the more they're taking out. You are actually at a bigger disadvantage because you worked harder and put more into the fund. So you're going to talk about that and how people can remedy that. You're going to talk about um, Irma. Yes. Irma, that which was a terrible um, hurricane. Um, but Ir this is a different Irma. Uh, and talk about how those regulations have been hurting seniors as they approach retirement. You're going to talk about some tax-free um, methods of how people can retire. Yes. I think you said... Uh, that only the rich and famous use, but you're going to teach our 62 Who Knew audience about it. We only have about an hour, so, but you know, we're going to get your website up, your phone number, your contact information. Uh, we have that all available. And then the other thing that I really, really liked that you said was, Michael, we're going to bring up maybe also uh, why our client's financial planner or CPA or attorney is not bringing this up. No disrespect to those people. But everybody has their expertise. Correct. And um, you know, when we bring people on, when we brought Mark Goldberg and um, Bill Comfort on to talk about LTC, right. long-term care insurance, I can't tell you how many people contacted me and went, I called my financial planner. And they said, why? And they never brought any of this up. Um, nothing against that financial planner, but you're good at what you're good at. So uh, I'm going to start the same way I always do, which is before we get into the actual topic, we're on schedule here. We're not taking any commercials, uh, as is the new premise of our show. So we have plenty of time for our guests. You're both in the industry 30-plus years. Um, I always ask, I'll start with you, Gary, what, what got you into the financial industry, the, the, you know, the desire to serve others, to, to create longevity 
what what got you into it 30 some odd years ago? Well, I went to school in accounting um, thinking that's what I wanted to do, or actually I didn't know what I wanted to do, and wanted to get that background as a background to right. move into something else in business, right. not knowing exactly what I wanted. And after having worked in CPA firms and with the IRS actually for a couple of years, um, rather than you know doing accounting work, I wanted to move into financial services where I can help people plan and right. use strategies and concepts and use what I learned in, with my tax background mm -hmm. to help them um, plan for the future. So instead of you know, helping them plan once a year for their tax returns on an ongoing thing, that's incredible. And who to thunk a Jewish accountant? Like, I've never even heard of that. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> what brought you, George, 30 some odd years ago? into this type of industry? Um, I wanted to tell you a very nice story, but um, I want to tell you the truth. <laughs> uh, main reason was that I was invited. I was a um, casino dealer in Las Vegas, and one of my regular customers. I like this guy already. <laughs> thank you. One of my regular customers, he came to me one day, and he said, uh, you know what? You have great personality. If you ever want to change your career, please give me a call. And then he handed me you know, one of the uh, business cards. Mm -hmm. And um, I was doing my, my training in Vegas, then I transferred to California to mm -hmm. be working as a casino dealer in California when the gambling became legal, uh, yeah. legal in California. And uh, it was through the process of restructuring on the way that the casinos used to share the tips. Mm -hmm. You know, if you were a good dealer, you were dealing a lot of cards and then you were getting a good tips. Yeah. At the end of the shift, uh, we needed to share all the tips with all with the other, with everybody. So it was the time that I said, I really need to start looking for another opportunity because, you know, I'm not really making the money that I need to bring mm -hmm. to home. Right. So I remember this guy that gave me the business card. He happens to be uh, in the insurance business and the financial services industry. Mm -hmm. And I gave him a call and he invited me to join him. At the same time, he was also the owner of uh, Traffic School, so mm -hmm. I was starting to teach people to, to drive. Mm -hmm. And because you're teaching people how to drive, you start developing a relationship. Absolutely. And um, little by little, I started developing you know, this sense of trying to solve people's problems. Mm -hmm. So um, I developed a passion, to, you know, getting involved in the insurance business, also in the driving school you know, uh, right. a business, and of course, to try to always help you know the, the the people but what i really make a transformation on my own it was after we had a big disaster in california we had an earthquake back mm -hmm. in 1994 the uh, northern yeah. quake mm -hmm. that uh, we almost uh, lost everything there were a lot of people that unfortunately they really lost everything mm -hmm. so i decided to move from earthquakes to hurricanes to florida uh, to florida yeah. and uh, i came here and I came because um, I was looking for new opportunities uh, to restructure a new life. I just had a little baby. And uh, it was by necessity that I really needed to step up and try to find ways to, re to really get engaged with a lot of people because I didn't really know a lot of people in, in Florida. Right. So I developed a passion to help uh, the people to not be afraid of knocking on doors. Mm -hmm. And those are the two essentials that you need. And I Absolutely. had to reinvent myself a couple Absolutely. of times along the way. So. 
necessity, necessity does it. A little baby does it. Absolutely. It. A little yes. baby. Has there been more little babies? Uh, well, I had two, two sons. I have two sons. Right. And uh, I am the proud grandparent of two granddaughters. Uh, and are they in Florida? Uh, both of them are in Florida. Oh, that's yes. good. It's a that's good. So you get to see them. And your children, I know one is up north. Just, I just have one your, daughter. Your daughter. Yes. Where is she? She's, she's, she's at home and taking online classes and oh, at good. UCF. At one, okay, good, uh -huh. good, good. Because at one time she was out of state, wasn't she? she? No, she went to UCF. Oh, okay. That's she's continuing she on online. online. It's yeah. good to have them at home. I don't care. It's very nice. Yeah, I like having you know, uh, one of my three children. My son is still at home. and People keep saying, uh, you know, they can't be there. You know, for the rest of their lives, and I always say, no, they can be there for the rest of my life. I'll exactly. be fine with that. Exactly. I like right. having them all around, and my daughters are within five minutes of each other. So first, let's talk about Irma, not Hurricane Irma, but your Irma. That is your specialty, because truthfully, until Gary said this is what George does, and I said I have no idea what that is, and then you both explained it to me, I didn't know, and I have a feeling most of our audience doesn't know. So tell us about Irma. Well, uh, first of all, everything that we're going to be discussing today is public information. Mm -hmm. uh, the government has a tremendous job of posting different information on different websites. Mm -hmm. If you want to corroborate some of the information that we're going to be talk about, talking about, uh, you can just Google IRMA, that will be I-R-M-A-A, right. 2018, okay. or you can go to the medicare.gov website, and then you can... Uh, verify two R's, most of right? The yes. I R R M A. No, it's I R M A A. Two oh. A's. Okay, two A's. So I R M A A. M A A. Two thousand and eighteen. Correct. So the 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 joke with my team is the fact that uh, two thousand and seventeen we had Hurricane Irma. Right. And Hurricane Irma wasn't a joke. Yeah, no, that's it was one of the you know biggest storms that hit Florida and also hit Puerto Rico and other places in yes. the Caribbean. Um, but in 2018, we had uh, Irma with right. OLA, uh, which it can also be devastating for people. So let me tell you the story. Irma stands for income related to the monthly adjusted amount. Okay. And Irma is not new. Irma has been in existence, you know, since the beginning of when Medicare and Medicaid were created, which was back in July 30, 1965. Mm -hmm. So the story came about last year because uh, normally when people retire, they're 65 or older, mm -hmm. and they want to start collecting Social Security benefits, the mm -hmm. first thing that they do is that they go to the Social Security office. So the first shock comes when they tell, ask them, have you enrolled in Medicare yet? Mm -hmm. Most people that uh, retire, they don't know that they really need to go and apply for Medicare first. So they say, okay, I haven't, but let me go to the Medicare office. They right. go to the Medicare office. The second shock comes. And that is uh, giving your social security number according to your last two years of uh, tax returns. The government is going to make a calculation on how much money do you have to pay for the cost of Medicare. Mm -hmm. Um, Medicare has four parts. Part A is that subsidy that everybody, at least that we've been talking to, right, in the last two years, uh, believes that they already paid for, mm -hmm. which is the one that covers the major <coughs> medical expenses. Right. Part B is going to be the part that is mandatory cost for everybody, mm -hmm. no matter how much money you make, and it's going to be marked on a threshold of income. Okay. that is going to increase as your income increases. 
and that's part of where the problem begins. Mm -hmm. Because the more income one receives, the more uh, cost you're going to have to pay for Medicare, and that's only part of the increasing cost of health care in retirement, as you probably know right. by doing all these you know, presentations mm -hmm. with other guests. Uh, Part C, E was created basically to uh, be able to find a way to uh, buy a supplement right. um, because no matter how good your Medicare plan is, it will only cover about 80% right. of medical expenses. Mm -hmm. So you need to buy a, a supplement to cover that gap, but also at the same time to be able to uh, cover yourself and, and protect your family from, uh, <coughs> God bless, excuse me, <laughs> from, uh, from different uh, 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 coverages that are not going to be included in your plan. Mm -hmm. So in the old good old days, vision and dental and some other coverages right. were included. Now they're not. And um, and then Part D is the, the other part that covers, of course, the prescription medication. So right. we live in the state of Florida. In the state of Florida, it's mandatory that Part B will get deducted from your Social Security check. Right. It is optional that you will be including Part D from your uh, social security check, but for convenience, many people say, well, you know, deduct both right. of them, I will be getting my social security check, and I don't really have to pay nothing else right. for Medicare. What most of the people that we talk to don't know is the fact that Medicare has had an increase, significant increase mm -hmm. in cost over the past decade. The average increase per year is being close to 7%. I mean, we are financial planners, we are financial advisors, we work with the same stock market that many other financial advisors right. do. I don't have any investment on my tool, uh, on my toolbox, that right? Will give them that, that will give them a 7% return guarantee for the last you know, right. uh, decade or so. Um, we know for a fact that this cost is gonna continue to increase because it's a numbers game. Remember mm. that I told you that Medicare was created in 1965, July right. 30 to be precise. Right. At that time when the government set up the income levels, they set it up on level one, meaning everybody that makes less than $85,000 as a person, right. or 170,000 per couple, right. that's a simple math equation, will be uh, subject to no surcharge. So everybody will be paying the same cost for Part B you know, okay. at that time. Part D came about later, actually many years later, mm -hmm. uh, because that wasn't in included on the calculation for IRMA, right. but that's when the government started to realize that at one point in time, there will be more people retired with assets that's right. and less people working and contributing to Medicare to support those people that are already using. Mm -hmm. So our studies show, our research show that two things are gonna happen, major things are gonna happen at the end of 2025. And they are the fact that with the new tax reform law that happened in 2017, and the fact that there will be roughly 76 million uh, people retired and using Medicare, which are the baby boomer uh, right. generation, and there will be less people making money and contributing to Medicare, mm -hmm. chances are is that the government are gonna you know, retire the subsidy, and now all that cost is going to be divided between right. all the people that are using mm -hmm. and that will continue to use that. Let me just clarify something. Medicare is not an option. Mm -hmm. I get all kinds of uh, stories from people that say, well, you know, I have two, three nationalities. I'm going to go and I'm going to retire abroad. You know, this is not a problem that is going to be affecting me. 
it is a problem that is going to be affecting every American, actually 97% of Americans that are going to be retired, that are going to be collecting on Social Security. Mm -hmm. And that's why we need to do the planning that we do, because the government, the bad news is, uh, this is a problem that they're not going to be able to fix. No. And they're not really interested to fix it, like, like you said, yeah. because they have a different health system and they have a different yeah. retirement system. Yeah. And like, like you said it at the beginning of the show, the rich and famous are the ones, whether we like it or not, the ones that pay the least amount of taxes. So right. they're not going to be contributing a great deal of money to go into the uh, yeah, Medicare. I, uh, I've you know, said uh, almost, you know, almost on every show, whether we're talking about skyrocketing real estate prices or interest rates or long-term care, you know, the government is so, so deadlocked in everything. They can't solve the simplest of problems let alone a complex one like you're talking about. Right. All we have to do is put Congress on Social Security, on our major medical system, and I think those two systems would be fixed, I don't know, two, three days? I mean, it would be amazing <laughs> if Congress had to live like us and their retirement was based on the same thing ours was. I think it would be amazing how quick it would get fixed. And it's, uh, it's sometimes to me it's staggering that in this great country the, the populace, the masses, don't insist on that, don't make it happen, because we could. Correct. So, all right, so what is next? I'm, you know, I'm letting you take the reins here. I know you are going to talk about some changes that have, I mean, there are changes still happening, even after the 2017 big change, tax reform, more changes still happen. How does John Q. Public ever get to know this? Well, there's, it's all published information. If you just but published Google, where? I mean, on, the, on the internet? Yeah, Google. but nobody's coming on Facebook and going, I had a cheeseburger for lunch, and guess here's the, <laughs> here's the new way they're screwing you on your Social Security check. It's true. Um, well, there's Part B and Part D that, that are, everybody pays for, and those amounts have gone up a little bit. Right. Part B, $135. Part D, $32. But the surcharge that George is talking about for five levels, five threshold levels above the base are increasing at a higher rate. So besides the 135 Part B, that surcharge can range anywhere from $54 to $325 a month. And Part D, where the base is $32.50, the surcharge can range anywhere from $13 to $75 a month. So as time goes... That's 500% difference. Correct. Right. So as time is going by, what the government seems to be doing is reducing those threshold amounts, mm -hmm. and we believe by 2020 right. or 2025 that over nine, well over 90% of Americans will be facing a surcharge scenario. No, there's no doubt. It sounds like there's no doubt about it. Oh, my God. That, that really is unbelievable. And that's not the biggest part of the problem. Oh, that's great. There's more. There's more. But I don't want to. I don't, but let me tell you, I wouldn't like to depress the audience because, yeah, yeah, yeah. of course, we wouldn't be part of the problem. We that's want right. to be part of the solution. That's if not, exactly. we want to be here. So. We got it. Yeah, we got to tell them Please, the problem. Before you, you go to the. You got to give the feedback. Turn off your you TV get, and yeah, then you got to take it away. <laughs> exactly. But the bigger problem is this if you are working with a CPA, a financial advisor, or someone that knows about uh, taxes, right? Mm -hmm. They're going to be making the recommendation that you maximize those contributions to places where you can take a higher deduction. Yes. Correct? Yeah, that makes sense. What many people don't know is that there are two types of income that are going to be considered IRMA income, 
when it comes for the people to retire. Mm -hmm. So the biggest difference between income and IRMA income are the following. The money that people will get as income from the retirement plans, mm -hmm. you can name it 401ks, IRAs, 403bs, right. 457s, etc. That's money that's being put in their pre-tax. Right. So we all know that uh, if you are not really talking to a guru, you're going to have to pay taxes, you know, on that money when you take that when you income take it out. out. Correct. The problem is that we know that. The bigger problem is that the government knows that, right? So they include IRMA as part of that calculation. So you have a retirement plan. You could be subject to a surcharge from the get-go mm -hmm. without you even knowing that you have that problem. Right. Um, second investment that most people have or will have is real estate, right? Mm -hmm. Because real estate's a solid, it's yeah. been increasing with times. I mean, we have the bubble and yeah. all, the, all the different things, but you know, normally it's a good, steady way of creating revenue for income, you mm -hmm. know, a retirement. So the situation is that that rental income, as any other type of income, such as wages, such as a pension, such as even your social security check, mm -hmm. it's going to be included at 100% right. for the IRMA calculation. Mm -hmm. Including tax-free municipal bond interest, which is income tax-free, but is subject, subject to, IRMA. to IRMA. Yes. Correct. And suddenly it's not tax-free. How do they get away with that? Because it's not a tax, it's a charge? No. Sort of the way Obama got away with Obamacare? Well, and I'm glad that you bring that subject. Uh, there are many processes that have been created to be able to track, you know, the problem that we are discussing today. Right. Uh, Obamacare is it's, it's a perfect example, right? Before Obamacare, if you were making less than a certain income amount, mm -hmm. you weren't forced to do a tax return. That's right. Now you have to do the tax return only for the fact that the government is giving you a subsidy, right. you know, on your health insurance coverage because it's the law that everybody has to have, you right. know, uh, health insurance coverage, yes. right? So not that's a, a tracking system. It's not a penalty, not of a course. Penalty, of exactly. Course. So uh, they have that tracking system and, of course, by the cost for Medicare mm -hmm. coming out of your Social Security check. Right. That's a way that they're going to be able to track you down mm -hmm. because it can have, it can happen or it has happened, you know, to several of our customers that they retire today, three months later, they receive substantially less amount of money on their social security check. And then they go like, what happened? Yeah. Well, every time your income goes above $1 on these income bracket levels, right. you are subject or you could be subject to you know, the IRMA sort. The, ne the next level. Next Correct. Level. So like Gary was telling you, there are five levels above the number one level, uh, you know, of IRMA. Right. And until last year, there were only four levels above the, uh, you know, the biggest threshold. So they're really going after the rich and famous yeah. because they want them also to contribute, you know, according to, you know, the, the, the new tables. And Gary's going to talk about that, mm -hmm. you know, in just a few, you know, in just it's a few also minutes. amazing how many people... Uh, don't realize that there is a cap on Social Security, you know, because I would think, I guess most people don't realize that because the majority of America never reaches that cap. But what, what does anybody remember? What was it last year? One hundred and twenty-eight thousand or one thirty-two? What it's actually you, what is it? Uh, right now, it's thirty-eight, thirty-eight hundred fifty dollars per uh, per month per person. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the cap. Oh, the income you're talking oh, about. The income, yes. Yeah, we yes. Get out. I think it's about 130 grand. I think, I think you're right. So, I mean, I, it goes up a little teeny correct, bit. Correct. And it has always staggered me that when you make more than $130,000, which is a nice income, it's of a course. 
It's better than most in the country, but it's it's not what people want you to. It's not rich. Uh, you still pay your taxes. In fact, you're in a fairly big tax bracket. Um, but it always has amazed me that that person that makes 130,000 pays the same exact amount Social Security as a sports star making 50 million a year or 20 million a year. We all cap out at the same number. And as I've lived through my adult life, hearing how one day Social Security is going to be bankrupt. You know, again, whether you're on the left side of the aisle or the right side of the aisle, why aren't we raising the cap? Why? I mean, we do raise it, a very little team. But why is somebody, why is Tiger Woods paying the same amount of Social Security as Michael Banner? Uh, it just doesn't make sense. Um, and I know you don't have the answer to that, but, you know, we're dealing with laws here that are, that are just antiquated, even with the retirement age still being 62. Right. I mean, that was created when we were so only living to be in our 70s. Right. Now we're living to be in the 90s. You talk about raising the retirement age, and you know, a certain group of people, the left, you know, scream <laughs> how you know, the whole world is trying to bankrupt poor people and nobody cares about old people and we want to take away their social security. But this law was created when we were dying 10, 15 years after retirement, not 30 or 40 years, yet here we sit. That very, that, it just frustrates me that both sides of the aisle can't get together and go, this is antiquated, it's a great rule, let's just increase it because of lifetime, you know, lifetimes. So, um, but I digressed. Anyway, yeah, so you were gonna say <laughs> well, something. Well, I just find it amazing that from talking to attorneys and CPAs, how few are even aware of this problem. Mm -hmm. I mean, I could see not, under, no, not knowing the acronym IRMA, right. but not being aware that, that there's a surcharge. Um, I mean, some do, but I'd say 80, 90% oh, sure. of people who are giving you know, tax advice and financial advice are not aware of it, which really drew me to working with George to, to really address this issue. Well, in the last two years, and I'm, again, I, I'm learning about it from you in the yes. last you know, week or two, I can't tell you how many times, you know, in my main life of doing reverse mortgages, that somebody will say to me, um, you know, because Social Security income is a big part of reverse mortgages, you know, and or a big part of clients, you know, income, and they'll go, yeah, I don't know why I was getting fifteen hundred and eighty-two dollars a month, you know, for the last three years, more or less, and now I'm making one hundred and thirty dollars less. I, I just got my new awards letter. I'm really not sure why. This is why. Or at least it could be one of the reasons why. I can't tell you how many times a month I have a senior citizen say to me, I don't know why I'm, I'm getting less on my Social Security this year. How did that happen? And I have to go, I don't know. I have no really idea. So, all right. So what is next on the list? Well, the situation is that um, everybody knows that the cost or the increasing cost of health care is going to eat up a big chunk of your Absolutely. retirement savings. Uh, more than a mortgage in many, in many oh, occasions. Yeah. So it's, uh, we have to be prepared to spend in health care in general, mm -hmm. uh, about 33 to 35% of our retirement assets. That's from the get-go. Mm -hmm. uh, the problem gets bigger and it gets uh, more difficult when unknowingly and unnecessarily, now you're gonna have to be paying an extra tax that you right. weren't aware and for people just from absolute ignorance that they don't enroll in Medicare, you know, when they're supposed to enroll in Medicare, there are penalties. Right. So the penalty that they will incur not for enrolling in Medicare, it is 10% um, per year for every year they didn't enroll 
when mm -hmm. they were eligible because if they're still working or have you know a business or they're right. able to provide with the health insurance proof mm -hmm. you know to the government the government is not going to uh, penalize you right. right but if you just for ignorance or for mm -hmm. not checking you know with somebody you didn't go and you didn't apply for Medicare, you're subject to the surcharge on top of the IRMA surcharge that and we that are talking about. And that is at 65 when you apply 65, for yes. Okay. That's when it's mandatory that you Not to be confused with Social Security at 62. Correct. This is Correct. 65, okay. But even when you are going to apply for early Social Security benefits, mm -hmm. they, the Social Security Administration needs to notify uh, the Medicare, you know, that you're, oh, really? that you're getting Social Security, uh, you know, checks. And, you know, we talk to a lot of people and we made them aware that they need to get confirmation from Medicare, mm -hmm. that they understand that they already been taking, you know, Social Security income. Gotcha. Uh, the other penalty that people might be incurring is a 1% per month for every month they didn't apply for Medicare on the Part D. And that's also another way for the government to create some dollars. 1% a month is a lot of percent per year. It is. And it stays with you for the rest of your life. Yeah, that's a 12% APR. Correct. Yeah. And it stays with you for the rest of your life on right. that uh, cost, and that's above and beyond any searches that you could be subject because of the income that you are receiving. 12% a year receiving. for the next 25 or 30 years. That's a tremendous amount of money. It is. Yeah. It is. It is terrible. And a lot of the financial advisors, you know, if we're doing a good job, we are trying to look for that return on investment, right? Mm -hmm. We're trying to look for the best uh, investment opportunity, but we're not really concerned about the distribution phase. Right. So we have become, you know, distribution experts, if you will, because we really need to take a, a look at all aspects on how or where are your, where are your assets. Locally, it's, it's a simple, uh, uh, you know, solution. Right. Because we partner with a company that created a software, a software solution that is the only software that is approved by many uh, government agencies and powers to be, mm -hmm. because um, I don't know if you remember, you know, uh, in 2017, most of the people that were doing planning, you know, on retirement plans, mm -hmm. that we were going to be subject to the Department of Labor, you know, fiduciary right. ruling, yes. right? Yeah, I remember. So that. there were a bunch of firms that they decided that they didn't want to be in the retirement business anymore. That's right. Uh, there were a few companies that, unfortunately, they didn't decide that they wanted to stay on the retirement, right. uh, you know, uh, business any longer just based on the fact of that fiduciary rule. So when we created these, uh, in partnership with this um, uh, company, the software, we needed to make sure that we got everything approved by all the powers to be, mm -hmm. including FINRA, the Department of Labor, the State Department, and other, you know, um, of course the IRS, right? Yeah, of course the IRS. And, um, and when we run the software, we really are an organization that is able to uh, determine what the problem is or what the potential liability could be. We are able to see by doing a restructuring or a repositioning of assets mm -hmm. that people have that could be taxable or subject to IRMA, right? Where we can place these assets and more effective than any, any other uh, software that I have used in my career, right? We are able to control it and we are able to monitor that the job that we are doing is still compliant. What, you know, what the, age should, so, should somebody really start to think about you know, the use of IRMA or lack of and, and your software. Is this pre-62, obviously, before they retire as early so. as your 40s? Or I, uh, are you talking 50s? I would say in your 50s. Retirement's yeah. coming, yes. and that's when you want to start making your plans. 45 to 60, we can be very creative, and we can literally create 
you know, your portfolio for mm -hmm. income right. the way that the rich and famous do it. That's a good right? thing. The closer you are to I'm Medicare late. age. I'm 16 years late. Well, there, there go. <laughs> the, the closer you are to that Medicare, you know, enrollment, the more intense the planning becomes and the more resources we're going to have to use in order for us to be able to do the work. Yeah, less time to accumulate. That's correct. But yeah. be honest with you, I mean, we're working right now with a 92-year-old person that uh, really lost uh, all the Social Security check. You know, and, and not only that, she's getting a bill, you know, for all that uh, benefit that she never got. Wiping out the Social Security check. No, she's not receiving the check, but yes, she's getting a bill for the excess surcharge. I don't understand how that can even happen. Because she hit level four without her knowing that she was already subject to level four. That's unbelievable to me. That is correct. You would think that couldn't happen in this country to a 92-year-old woman. Yes. And unfortunately, it happened to people at a later age. Mm -hmm. Which is when it hurts the most. That is correct. And, 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 and you can and recuperate at 45, 48 or something. Of course. Like when somebody retires, normally they go on a spending, you know, yeah. on a spending spree. And they tend to lower the balances of their brokerage accounts yes. and all their benefits that they might, you know, be thinking that they want to, to spend them first because they're paying yeah. taxes, you know, on all the gains and all the, all the growth that they have. But unfortunately... Just the sale of a home, you know, something that will generate capital gains, you know, could trigger, you right. know, the, the IRMA calculation. Mm -hmm. Even if you go to Las Vegas or you're enjoying yourself, you win at a bingo, and all of a sudden you, you got a $10,000, you know, uh, dollar yeah, prize. Now they, now they give you a 1099, I think, for everything Absolutely. over 49.99. That is correct. And, yeah. and that number, that win, can make you go to the next level. And like anything else, if you don't know how to appeal that decision. Mm -hmm. And there is a, a simple form, you know, we, we, really? we can help you and we can, uh, you know, advise you with your attorney, with your CPA, with your financial advisor on how to file that appeal form, even after you've been subject to be on a, on a, on a bigger level of IRMA. Mm -hmm. Of course, if we do our, our job correctly, right? right, there will always be a mandatory cost, but it will always be at that lowest, level. you know, uh, okay. level, you know regardless of the level of income that, right. that you will be receiving. So, uh, Tom, can we get um, George's uh, website up there if we could? Um, I just looked at the website. And this, this is a, a cool website. I went through <laughs> it uh, today Thank you. and looked at a few. I like the look of it. Um, there were some fantastic things there for the consumer. Um, also, uh, let's get his phone number up on the screen if we can and, and possibly keep it up there for a while. Um, so, we're doing good on time. We got... About 20 minutes left. Um, doesn't the hour go quick? It's just absurd. It does. It's, it's, it really does. Gary, is there anything else you want to mention about what's happening? Well, just um, what intrigues me are some of the strategies that I've learned to control the problem by restructuring certain assets. Please share some of that. Well, Please do. just a couple offhand. Um, I know I do a lot of work with annuities. Mm -hmm. Well, um, you would think people buy annuities for income. Right. And it's a great tool for creating income. The fact is, very few people ever trigger income from an annuity. Mm -hmm. It gets passed on to the next generation, and it's a, it's a ticking time bomb, mm -hmm. tax-wise. Mm -hmm. So there's ways of restructuring that annuity into vehicles that could um, provide a tax deduction, as much as 60%, and create an income 
uh, which could be for you or for uh, as a an inheritance for your kids, a structured inheritance, or even to a charity if you don't need it. If you don't want to pay tax on that income, you could avoid the tax completely. Mm -hmm. Get a write-off for it, and more importantly is the income that you're not taking from the annuity, you're avoiding IRMA entirely. Well, give us an example if you can, uh, because again, I, I know income-based in you know, annuities are not only very, very popular, but they're gaining in popularity. I think you're a, a fan, like I am a fan, of um, Tom Hegna that was on our show a couple a months ago. A big fan. Yeah, I just, yeah. yeah, I listened to him speak and I go, wow. Um, but, you know, of course, this is his thing. So what other options does not, you know, Mr. Millionaire with $5 million in the bank, but Joe Blow with a annuity with a couple hundred thousand that has been saved up over years, what would you suggest other than an annuity? Well, you know, some of the techniques we use can cause a taxable event or cause taxes. Mm -hmm. um, so by restructuring an annuity as an example, mm -hmm. we could get a deduction to offset th the taxable income right. and create more value. Mm -hmm. um, another idea is to um, restructure an annuity into certain kind of asset-based long-term care. Right. So, you know, that's serious to my heart, yeah, as that's you know. Yeah, how we met, yes. Um, so besides the fact that you need to protect yourself for long-term care, here's a way of restructuring or re restructuring, recharacterizing an annuity into something that when you need it or should you need it, high probability of needing it yeah. would not be subject to Irma as well. It, it's really just amazing how many, uh, for a while I was a little worried in the last couple of months that we were turning uh, 62 who knew into a long-term care insurance show. And sure. although that's also very close to my heart, um, you know, we met through a mutual friend and, and uh, my Yoda, you know, Mr. Peter Gelbwax, I always, I always plug Peter on the show because he's done so much for my life personally and professionally. And I've met so many great people like yourself because of Peter. But we could have somebody in here talking about almost any topic. And ultimately, even if that person isn't a long-term care insurance person, they will get back to, but it is all about long-term care and longevity. And yet there's still so many people in the country, I won't even say so many, the great majority who think it's not necessary. It's too expensive. I'm not going to need it. I'll... I'll self-insure, which I've learned is the stupidest thing in the world. Um, it's just amazing. And we brought you on to talk about Irma. Yes. And, and, but some, I knew somehow yeah. you got to get those three I words. Can do a whole show. I could do a whole show yeah, on that. We have. Uh, You've got many. Yeah, and, and you might come back and do it again. But, uh, you know, longer lifespans. Is, which well, is, longevity, out of all the risks retirees face, yeah, that's longevity it. risk is the largest. Yeah. And it's a risk multiplier. Right. The longer that's you live... Market risk becomes more dangerous. Yeah. Uh, the, the risk of deflation, the risk of withdrawals, the risk of um, and the attitude, the complacent attitude of most of America, you know, most of intelligent America to just go, we don't need to worry about that right now. Yes, now is exactly when you need to be worrying about it. It really is incredible. That's true. So, how if you had to take a guess, there may not be a percentage available. So if this is an unfair question, just say, you know, there's not a number for this. But how many people, or whether it's a percentage or Michael, a majority, um, you know, are being affected by Irma? I mean, negatively. Um, uh, the way you're explaining it to me, I would think almost everyone. Well, George, what, what would you say that percentage is now? Well, I they, know how we feel it's going to be in seven years from now. Right. The, name, the numbers changed significantly right. of last year. 
2018. Mm -hmm. because, because of the tax reform? With the tax reform law, uh, honest to goodness, we weren't expecting any major changes until 2020. Right. Because of all the noise that was created, uh, you know, around the new tax mm -hmm. reform law, the government decided to lower the top three brackets and uh, they lowered them on January the 1st, 2018. Therefore, many... 19. 18. 18, so about 15 months ago. Yes, okay. 15 months ago. And they lowered the top three income brackets, and that made that number uh, go up from about an 8% to right now about a 23%. We believe that this is going to be the first or the last time that they're going to reduce the income brackets. Right. Right now, level one, where you don't really get any surcharge, like I told you before, is 85,000 per person, 170 per couple. Right. Right? We believe that by 2025, the government wants to have it at $45,000 per person, 90,000 per family. And keep in mind, you're including Social Security in that, in that number. In that, that's yes. amazing. Yes. So quite frankly, um, you know, I always use this as an example because I think they're the most, you know, police officers, firemen, teachers, yes. you know, the heroes of our world who make less than a plumber or a garbage picker. Not that I'm against plumbers and garbage pickers, but look, we, got that. <laughs> we need them all. Uh, yeah, we need them all. But, it, but you're talking your average teacher is going to, with her Social Security, is going to retire on more than that. And what about the, pen and they're what about get the pension? Yeah, and then the, yeah, that. that's what I mean. Yeah. They're going to retire with the teacher's pension, which is not huge, but it's livable. You're saying we add Social Security on top of that, and if it's more than 45 grand, you're feeling in, in 2025 that Irma will affect that. Yeah. And that's probably a fact because also 95% of the changes that took place in 2017 on the tax reform law are going to go back mm -hmm. unless the government change or the government changes right. you know, their mind. Normally, we know that if we were at a surplus, the government will probably you know, look the other way. I but I don't believe exactly. In the near future. I don't believe we're going to be able the to. The left and the right can't get together to decide. Uh, what I'd like George to explain bathroom. one of one of my favorite strategies on what can be done with qualified money in 401k plans, and how that can be moved without taxes or penalties. Well, let's. We have about uh, six minutes left. All right, so let me. Goes, yeah, go. Let me let me take it away. And if not, you can invite us another time oh, to absolutely. talk about absolutely. you know some of the strategies. Um, Basically, we believe in three things. We believe in reducing your taxes. We believe also in reducing your cost. But more than anything else, we believe in reducing your risk. This is a huge risk because if you talk to anybody that knows anything about retirement, if a 401k is offered by their employer, mm -hmm. they're going to be taking the opportunity because many companies offer a company match. Right. And that's a good way to get free money. Absolutely. You know, from somebody, right? Right. Um, but there are restrictions that the government put, mainly because they know that most people are going to be putting the money there. Mm -hmm. So they put a little trap this year. They decided for the first time, like in about uh, two decades, to raise the limits of contribution. For the so, employer? No, for the, for the employee. Oh, for the employee, okay. So now more people are going to be putting more money to the 401ks, IRAs, and all those vehicles, and the government takes into consideration the last two years of contributions right. when they do the calculation for IRMA. Mm -hmm. So we know it's a little bit of trap because they're going to raise that, and if they raise that, more people are going to be putting money. Right. And then on the back door, 
they're going to be, you they know. Will give it back. Uh, give it back because that is going to be included on the IRMA calculation, like I said. So Ugh. at any age, we are able to tap into those assets through mm -hmm. a process that, again, uh, when we told you that, um, we don't know if many CPAs or tax advisors or financial advisors know about the, the situation. We can access or we can tap into those assets to be able to do the restructuring of IRMA, right. getting you a um, discount because you're going to incur into fees mm -hmm. to be able to make that income you know, not uh, uh, subject to taxes, not right. only IRMA taxes, but any other type of tax moving forward. Mm -hmm. But we can work with you for you to get a discount on those taxes while we set up your plan and pay the tax instead of paying it on the harvest, pay, pay the taxes on the seed right. at a discount and be able to still enjoy the deductions and be able to still get in the company message, match, matches right. as we do the conversion. And you know, this for conversion you. could be done while the employee is still working at the company, mm -hmm. um, which is highly, I had never heard of anything yeah, like that. I, yeah. And you could do it prior to age 59 and a half, mm -hmm. which normally would cause a IRS penalty. So the money could be moved, no tax, no penalty for restructuring for better value. And like I said, we cannot do it alone. We need to do it with the help financial plan in conjunction of an attorney, a CPA, many occasions a third party administrator. So we need to collaborate with those professionals. Mm -hmm. We really do. And obviously, employers with, uh, you know, that are making contributions to their employees' four hundred one ks. Correct. Their their human resources should be sitting down with you and talking about those and educating the people because they do have a fiduciary responsibility mm -hmm. when it comes to educate the people about what they're getting into. Right. More so when they're getting an economic benefit when they're doing that company match mm -hmm. to get a tax deduction on the contribution. Mm -hmm. Have you, I always, not always, but I'm going to ask, because obviously you're doing business uh, with a certain amount of people in their 40s and 50s as they're setting up, but I can also imagine you're doing some business with people in their 60s and 70s going, is it too late? Can we still do something? Is it too late if you're 60, if, if our viewers are 67 years old going, my God, I just looked at my check. You know, George and Gary are right. This is crazy. <laughs> is, is it too late for those people? Or can they contact you and go, Look, I'm 68 and I need help. Well, the answer is yeah. that there is always room for us to work with anybody at any age. Well, that's good. Uh, the uh, situation is that we need time in order yes. for the government, if you will, sign off on some of these strategies. Mm -hmm. Because the government is very smart. They're not going to allow you to convert or to restructure, right? All, yeah. all of your assets. Yeah, the government only acts stupid when there's something going to benefit <laughs> the public. They're just totally you know, dumbfounded and confounded by that. But when it's helping them, they have a very long-term plan of lining the pockets. Correct. So they're really not going to allow you to do a whole restructuring of all your portfolio. There is only a number of assets and a number of uh, well dollars that, honest to goodness, we're going to be able to do. Uh, or, or do the restructuring for you every single year. Mm -hmm. So every year that you wait, you know, it counts. Every strategy that we put in place in your favor, it counts. Yeah, exactly. And let's be honest to goodness, right? The government can change the rules at any time. At any time. And yeah, well, let's face it. Yeah. There is it's no, like my, it's like no time to wait. in the mortgage company. <laughs> rates are subject to change without notice. All right. Now, you don't have to give a positive answer to this. Really and truly, you don't. But I am going to ask it because it's part of what I do. Have you seen reverse mortgages as, as part of a viable plan? Not just because most people, you still look at a reverse mortgage as 
mom or grandma are broke, there is no other option, let's go get one of those damn reverse mortgages. Unfortunately, with all the publicity and all the brilliant financial planners, much brilliant, more brilliant than I, um, you know, putting out great papers and talking about using it as a retirement tool, 99% of America still doesn't. It's a needs-based product of last resort. Do you have any plans that utilize taking equity out, you know, as tax-free money to help this? As a matter of fact, not only we are planning, we are currently using it as one of the most efficient... IRMA strategies. IRMA strategies. A reverse mortgage can be an IRMA yes. strategy. Yes. Well, Although I need to be... guaranteed <laughs> coming back on the show. Exactly. They exactly. Like exactly. <laughs> no, honest to goodness, we don't even call it a reverse mortgage because, as you probably know, the reverse mortgage connotation got a bad rap yes, it did. a few years back, right? <laughs> so we call it the home equity conversion mortgage. Which is what it really is. And it's really... That's what it is. And we include it because it's the most on top equity. That's right. And a valuable asset because it doesn't count against you because you don't really have to pay any asset, any right. taxes right. on the income well, that you will receive. Yeah, truth be told, it's not income. We've got to be very careful. A lot of people have been fined very big time. Correct. Uh, even on your end, but especially yes, on my end. Of course. End. You know, that, you know, there's been reverse mortgage commercials that come on and say, not anymore, because they've been fined millions of dollars. You know, you can take tax-free income out of your house. No, you cannot. I it's mean, your tax-free equity. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, it's your equity. In <laughs> fact, it's borrowed money, even yes. though you are not obligated to pay it back till after you're dead, which is the most incredible thing in the world, only in America. But it is borrowed money, but that's what makes it tax-free. Um, Just like life insurance. Exactly. It's not technically tax-free. That's right. It's by borrowing efficiently. Exactly. And, and I know the insurance world got in big trouble for selling that as a tax-free, it was years ago though, as yes, a tax-free right. yes, income plan. Yes. Um, well, this really has been intriguing. And I know, again, the hour goes so, uh, so quick. How long do we have, Tom? Two minutes. And we probably didn't touch on a lot of stuff. That hour yes. goes so quick. Yes. I didn't even know what Irma was uh, other than the reference uh, to a hurricane uh, until I met you guys. Well, until I met you, 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 know, you and I have known each other for almost a decade. Uh, we do have, uh, we had the website up there. Tom, were we able to put up uh, George's phone number or no? Oh, it's been up several times. See if you can throw it up in this last minute one more time. I appreciate it. Um, well, you know, uh, we have about a minute and a half left. Uh, as always, you know, just thank you so much. Thank you, um, I, did forget, I did forget to mention, obviously, the prettiest face at the table um, is not here. Our co-hostess with the mostest, uh, Ms. Nada Cerrito, uh, is with her mom uh, on her 81st birthday. Happy birthday to Nada's mom. So that's why Nada is not here. Hope you have many, many, many more. Nada will be back with us next week. Uh, we have some special guests again coming in April. Uh, we have uh, returning um, a representative um, from the Weizmann Institute in Israel, uh, which is pretty much going to tell us that soon we're going to be living to 100, not 90, which is going to make our jobs even harder and <laughs> make it harder for America to retire. Yes. Uh, we're also bringing on in April, uh, this is kind of amazing, you know, about, about six, eight weeks ago, we brought on one of the funniest comedians in the country. We wanted to get away from long-term care. We wanted to get away from reverse mortgages and, and how difficult, give me a 30-second mock to when you can, Tom. Uh, we wanted to get away with the difficulty of living long, and we brought in G. David Howard, one of the funniest men in the country, to me, the funniest man alive, and we just had an hour of laughing. All we did was laugh as he told jokes into the camera. I had a few of my uh, good friends here, uh, and by the end of April, 
Uh, we are going to be bringing, I'm not going to tell you his name, because I want to keep you in suspense. We are going to be flying in, we usually don't do this, one of the world's greatest magicians, one of wow. the world's wow. greatest. He uh, uh, has just entertained all over the world in the White House. Um, we have 10 seconds to go. We are going to fly him in. John's going to bring the cameras close. We're going to do close-up mm -hmm. ma uh, magic. It's going to be an incredible show. Five seconds left. Thank you both Thank so you much. For us, and you're going to have to come back. There's no doubt about it. Thank See you. you next week. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for having us. Appreciate Thank you. It.